Episode 21, Why Do I Exercise? Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Me, Myself and My Vagina. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Judy about why she exercises. So hello Judy, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> thank you for um, being a guest. So do you want to start by introducing yourself? Um, okay, <clears throat> well I'm, um, Catherine and I prior to this didn't know each other um, we've got a mutual friend, Mark, who um, put me, put Catherine in touch with me. Um, so this is sort of very new to me, but I'm, I'm 74 and I, up until quite recently, um, ran fairly regularly. Um, uh, and some of that might come out in what we're going to talk about, but um uh, yeah, I'm married. I've got three sons, all in their forties, and um, I, well, I'm just me. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question then is, why do why do you exercise? Have you always exercised, or is it something that's come like later in life, or is it something you've enjoyed doing? Um, well, I've always been quite sort of physical, I suppose. Um, at school, I was never, I was never particularly sporty, although swimming itself was my main sport. Um, and um, I did other sports, but I wasn't sort of, I didn't excel in anything. Um, when I was then sort of like a young adult, I think I was just, I just sort of accepted the fact that I wasn't an overweight person. I didn't really sort of particularly do organized exercise. And it wasn't until I was in my thirties after I'd sort of had the children that I decided that I needed to do something regular. And initially I, I, I did yoga. Um, and then I started doing step rebot, which I really love doing. Uh, like oh, that's my yeah, yeah but, that's I mean, to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I just like being in a class I like the sort of fact that it was music and I think the other thing is somebody was organizing it for me so I just knew I could go I'd be told what to do um I'd join in it would be fun and I really enjoyed that camaraderie um and then I've also uh, um done different circuit training classes, um, used to go to those sort of very regularly. And again, it was having, it was suddenly having a routine, which sort of um, helped me focus really on sort of doing some exercise. Um, but then um, my husband had started doing some running. He took up running fairly late in life after a sort of medical medical sort of well he'd had stuff he'd he'd had um an episode I suppose you could call it a general sort of medical sort of oh my god I need to do something to sort of keep myself um interim so he started running just on his own he then ended up doing um uh a marathon and then he joined the running club and he seemed to really enjoy the running club. And I just, he was going more often. He trained to be a coach and he was involved in meetings and I was seeing less and less of him. So in the end, I thought, well, in for a penny, you know, 
I was sort of enjoying him, although I always used to think that was his thing. So I, it did take me a while to sort of come around to it. And it wasn't until I was 58 that I actually picked up running um, as a complete beginner. Um, and so, you know, I, I have come to that late. And do you but, still run now? Are you still, do you still run now? I ran until Christmas, um, but I've had um, a cardiac issue since then. And I've now had to have um, a stent fitted. Um, and I've got back into doing regular exercise under the supervision of a cardiac specialist um, practitioner. And that's through the hospital. Um, and ha once I've been discharged from that, she she does two sessions a week on the sort of circuit training. And I've been doing that um, where I'm I'm closely monitored, monitored with um, sort of uh, during the sort of evening session. Um, but actually, I've now now we've got into the winter and it's dark evenings. We live out in the country. I don't like driving at night. So I've actually last week I told her that I wasn't going to be going now until the spring for the lighter evenings. Um, so, um, but I have an exercise program that I got through the cardiac rehab people, which I do at home, which is like a little circuit training. Um, but it's not the same. It's the sort of being at a class, it's being with other people that actually I find gives me the motivation and being in that routine. Whereas if you try and fit something in just at home, there's always something else. Oh, I need to do this. I'll, I'll do that after I've done this. And, and that sort of mental attitude is um, quite difficult to, to control in a way. But if you know, you know, that you're going out because you've got an arrangement to go out on Tuesday and a Thursday in the evenings you just do you know you just do it um, so I am missing that discipline I've got the discipline of going to yoga class on a Monday in the morning but um, that's um, and apart from what I do at home that's all I, you know what I'm doing now I think you make a really good point there about kind of like the discipline and just having a routine because I, I love a routine myself as well and it's just if I know that I'm going out or doing something on these days you kind of work your life around that and I think for yeah. some people some people like that but some people kind of don't but I think it's I think with that I, I don't don't take with age you don't kind of realize there's other counters like you said you don't like to drive at night so obviously it's finding that alternative and um, mm. it's not quite the same but I guess it's going to be better than kind of like doing nothing at all until you get oh, back absolutely. to the spring summer yeah. um mm. is there routes like would you ever go back do you feel confident enough to go back to running do you think or um well certainly um the lady who's this um cardiac exercise lady at the, at the hospital has said to me if I wanted if I want to go back and do some running she'll happily sort me out a program a bit like the couch to 5k she said but it's but she said it she would modify it to be a bit more personal um, so I know that I've got that in the background but I do know that I mean I had this this um heart thing done in April and initially once I sort of started doing things I was very nervous to push myself and 
replicate any of the symptoms that I'd had before. Um, but now that I've I've had sort of six months of getting my head around what's happened and um, um, doing stuff and I think I'm just I've I've now got my confidence that I know that I can do it and I feel as though I've been in safe hands and that's given me the confidence so I'm quite happy doing what I'm going to be doing at home on my own if if that makes sense no yeah. no it, it's, I think it does I think when you have something like a an illness or an injury and you're kind of going through that recovery process I think a lot of it does come down to mentally how comfortable you feel going alone I suppose because yeah. obviously you don't want to go back to what you said like the symptoms that you felt before and, and I guess that was pretty scary as well and to know yeah. that you're training with someone who is um trained in that area of cardio rehab it gives you kind of that bit of a security blanket doesn't it yeah. and then obviously yeah. when that's taken away it's then that's that jump to know how hard to push I guess yes and actually I found at the time my symptoms weren't weren't dramatic dramatic but after I'd had my procedure done talking to the consultant and and the report uh really frightened me but then that was having had it done. And in fact, I think both my husband and I were in shock for oh, a good two or three weeks because um, they discovered I had a 95% restriction in my right coronary archery, quite high up in the archery as well. And I just think, well, if I hadn't been out exercising at the time and experienced some symptoms that I weren't or wasn't happy with, um, I that might not have been picked up until the day something happened and that was it. You know, it was a ticking time bomb. So in a way, exercising regularly has um, helped along that diagnosis, I suppose. You know, I could, I just knew something was wrong mm. and had that investigated to discover, oh my goodness, yes. Something <laughs> is wrong, yeah. Yeah. Um, Going back to the social side of it, do you, did you find that kind of helped with um, obviously having you started off run about 30 to get into your routine? You had you've had your children. Were they at school at that time or were they um, still quite young or did you take them with you or were you able to use it? No, as a bit well, like I, no, I, I wasn't running until I was 58. Um, oh, I see. So when yes. you went to your classes, um... no, that was in the evening. Um, the children were young, yes. So one of us had to be at home. Um, so yes, that, I had to work that around. Obviously, family life. And back in the eighties, um, uh, we had a babysitting circle in the village, but you didn't use that for sort of like those regular things. Uh, we don't have family around us. We live in a small community, and we—you only had one car in the, with the family. So I was quite restricted. You know, my husband went to work, and he had the car. I was quite restricted when the children were young mm. to be just within the village. So the, the opportunities for class exercise in the eighties in a rural community was not—you know—it just wasn't accessible. Have you kept in touch with anybody from your kind of like exercise class in days? Um, well, the, 
the mums, the mums uh, that I've got to, you know, and the family's got to know with the children growing up. Yeah, we're still in touch. They're, they're still within our community. So, yeah, they would be, they were the, pe they were the women that I would do things with. Yeah. I think that's very that's very similar now because I've made obviously since having my little well she's not little she's six um but you you do make a lot of like kind of like mum friends don't you and you just yeah. kind of uh, like you kind of tend to help each other out and things like that and you, in a way you can't really live without that community because they're so vital to just, oh yeah and that's where group exercise is is more than just exercising your body it is such a supportive um thing mm. no I totally agree with that as well it's like the the social side of it men, like mental health as well isn't it because if you've got if you know that you've got that um support and um uh just contact with people who are going through what you're going through at that stage of life and juggling and one thing yeah they you've got the empathy there and yeah no you're definitely they don't always have the question the right you know they don't won't always have the answers but it's just nice to know that someone else is feeling the same as you and it's like kind of you're, you're not on your own and that, and I think sometimes so I'm a fitness instructor as well and obviously I teach classes quite regularly and to me that's quite normal you know it's just part of my routine and um, it's yeah. something that I've always done and I think sometimes we forget about those those people walking through the door about why they're they're there it's not necessarily just about the physical health that you've said but it's also the mental yeah. aspect it's also about the socializing as well and just seeing people I think it I think fitness is is so much more and people have kind of realized that particularly over lockdown where we weren't able to go to the gyms and obviously we weren't able to see families and stuff but just so how important those little meetings with friends yeah. are um yeah. And I think that's the one thing that I missed most about yeah. lockdown is not being able to see people. Don't yes. get me wrong, we've done Zooms and calls. Oh, it's just yeah. not the same yeah. though, is it? No, and it, it, you know, and it's seeing people that you, you wouldn't necessarily have a cup of coffee with or knock on their door. It's just, it, it's just that human contact that everybody missed. Yeah, it was rubbish times. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Would you say, so one of the questions that I said, would you say you would fitter now compared to your younger self? Um, I think I'm, I'm quite fit for my age and my, my contemporaries within my age group. Um, I think I... I've always been sort of quite conscious of um, how I, you know, how I eat and what I do and, and one thing and other. But um, I think I've always been, I don't know, I don't know. I think I've always been fit enough to do what my lifestyle needed me to do at the time. But that's, I haven't, I've always, my leisure time was always quite physical so I, I might not have been having periods of doing formal exercise classes but for instance our holidays would always be we wouldn't think twice about oh we're in Scotland oh well let's let's um climb up here or you know Wales let's oh we'll go we'll go up Snowdon tomorrow sort of thing you know it's not yeah it's not um we've always been quite fit as a couple 
just through lifestyle but yeah I think I think I am fit for my age even though I've had medical problems yeah I think yeah. sometimes as well I mean it seems to be that medical problem as well it was a bit um do you think it gave you a bit of an extra I now need to do something I want to keep going with my fitness to come oh, definitely keep- definitely and um, I had breast cancer t- uh, 12 years ago and had two years of very aggressive treatment. And that that really sort of brought me up um, with a whole different, because that, that, I suppose that's been my first major medical sort of drama. And um, that really brought me up and made me just focus on what is important in life and um, just recalibrated attitudes Mm. immensely. Yeah. 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 Um, So my last question then, what advice would you give to your younger self about health and fitness? Oh, I think not, not to feel to enjoy well to enjoy what you want to be doing really um uh i think that's a really difficult question to answer because um so much is in so much is dependent on current what your what your lifestyle is at, at the time isn't it yeah um, yeah very true yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, I mean, having not having not had an organised um, life in a way from an exercise point of view, I've sort of gone with the flow, and I've felt um, at this point I need to be doing this, and at that point I need to be doing something different. But uh, that's not being conscious decisions. It's something perhaps the society around me at the time has encouraged me to do that but I I don't know what I would actually um advise a younger a younger me (laughs) (laughs) that's absolutely fine I think you're right I think life leads you in directions doesn't it and sometimes there are reasons why we can't do what we want to do whether it's family whether it's work commitments and then kind of maybe they're taken that like children have grown up and we don't have that. So it's now finding something for ourselves, maybe. I think um, yeah, it is quite a tough question, I must admit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the, the point that you've made about doing something you enjoy, I think is really, really key because you know, you can have the world say to you, you should be doing this, you should be doing this to exercise, you should be eating this. But if you don't enjoy running, then there's no point to running because then you're not going to get out of it what you're what you're no. going to put into it, it's going to become more of a chore so it's finding those things that you do enjoy and leading that active lifestyle I think is just as yeah. important as going to classes and it's it's not just what you do in the classes it's kind of what you do out of that as well so yeah. you know your walking yeah. holidays all that and being able to do those walking holidays is probably important to you so that's yeah. kind of why you do yeah. what you do mm. Mm. um the other thing the other thing is really is to um it doesn't matter what age you I mean I don't I still do not feel any different in my head you know okay I, <laughs> yeah, I might show it physically 
um, my age physically, but uh, I think it's um, it, the attitude of it's ne you know it's never never too late to try something. I'm not talking about extreme things, but you know when I started running at fifty eight, I realised there was a group of people within the running club who'd been running since they were in their twenties and thirties, and they're they're sort of they're easing down on what they're doing. There's me just having discovered it and all quite enthusiastic, you know, so it's, it's, um, um, Oh, that's such a lovely, that's such a lovely point to like, cause to kind of like end on like age doesn't matter. Like you should just be doing what you want to do. It's just so fantastic. And you look really well. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's just I think sometimes it is about like attitude as well and I think it's like you said you're never too old to try something new you know and I think you've got to take mm -hmm. those experiences with open hands and um you know just appreciate life and you know yeah. and just kind of go for it yeah <laughs> and the other thing is it means that if you're active if you're doing things or able to go to a class or or do things as you're older I think one of the big advantages is that you're mixing with younger people and it's not just it's not just necessarily people who are a little bit younger than you you know we've got we, through through our activities we've got friends who are in their 30s that we see quite regularly socially um and i think i think being in touch with the wider community, all age groups, ethnicities and, and everything is so important to just sort of keep you well grounded and um, keep you positive. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too as well. And you kind of, you, you get so many different points of view from life as well, that some things you might not yeah. really have considered either. Or, and obviously what we, what we, went through when I was younger maybe very different to other people and very different to what you went through when you were younger because like that like society does change but I think yeah I think that's such a yeah. such a lovely thing yeah. to say as well so thank yeah. you for your time you're welcome thank you for being a guest <laughs> yeah. okay. and um it's been lovely to speak to you yeah well thank you Catherine um it wouldn't be something that I would normally think about doing but um yeah you've um you've encouraged me to to join your um what do you call it podcast podcast try something new <laughs> yes yeah so thank you thank yeah. you take care